Hi guys. Um, Hello. We're back. Ooh. Finally. Sorry, um, this podcast is very, very late. Just had a few bits going on in the background. Uh, we Life just has been it. tough. Been a bit, a bit stressful the last week or so, but we're we back. are back. Okay. So um, this week's podcast, well, this week we're planning on having three podcasts out, Jeez, obviously. Please. This one, this one's the one that was due out last Monday, so hopefully it's out this Monday now. We've then got a podcast out tomorrow or Wednesday oh, for the English game. The English game, and then Thursday we've got a quiz. Again, hopefully I can confirm someone coming on. Fingers, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Right. So this week, yeah, we're going to be doing our horror movie week podcast. Fun. Where we'll be discussing the films In the Tall Grass, which was my choice, Midsummer, which was Lauren's choice. And then we had a poll and messaged a few people, begged a few people to actually pick a film out of The Echo, The Silence, and Death Note. Yeah. And uh, the winner was The Silence. So we watched that and we're going to review The Silence as well. I did watch Death Note though, as well. Did you? Was it good? It, it was. Um, Cringy, to cringy. say the least. It was pretty weird, weird, and but we won't go into that. Just a disclaimer: I'm not the biggest fan of horrors. Oh, I'm not either. I'm. I so get a bit... I apologise if my review is quite dull. Yeah, it's I'm just. Not. I'm it's just not what the, the wheel picked first. Yeah. But at least it's out the way. Thank you, Mr. Wheel. Yeah, true. What's the next one? Is Musicals. It... Oh, brilliant! Love it. Love to see it. Yeah, we're going to have a poll out again this week as well for that, which is next Monday. Yeah. Oh, God, the podcasts are just coming out this week. First film we're going to discuss is In the Tall Grass, which was my choice. So. This seems fun. It was it, it was good. When I, I was just looking through all the um, platforms for a horror movie, and this is the one that stood out. Yeah. And it was, I think it was my mum said it was I think it was my mom that said it was really good and then she said um my nan had seen it as well mm-hmm. oh but um it was kind of their influence as well to make me pick it fair enough so how did you, how did you find it 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 was <sighs> I don't know how to describe it it was it was it was a good watch it was like thrilling it was like you're on the edge of your seat the entire time but mm-hmm. it was it dragged. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was like one of those films that one, you can't make your mind times. up about. It, it, it's, it's one of the better horror movies I've seen that's been mm. released recently. And it is, it's based on the book by Stephen King as well. Oh, Stephen King does. Stephen King does very good horrors. Very good horrors. It's, it's, it, I think it was the third, it's the third film released by Netflix from a Stephen King novel. Is it? Uh, first one was Gerald's Game, and the second one was 1922. Mm. Yeah, there are there are another two Stephen King ones. So, and in the Tall Grass was series. mainly that's brilliant. And with Stephen King having an influence on it as well, I think that's what edged it up a wee bit. Mm-hmm. But it was a very good film. So, um. Netflix describes the film as when siblings Becky and Cal hear the cries of a young boy lost within the field of the tall grass, they venture in to rescue him, only to become ens- ensnared themselves by a sinister force that quickly disorients and separates them. Cut off from the world and unable to escape the field's tightening grip, they soon discover that the only thing worse than getting lost is being found. Whoa. <laughs> Um, yeah, which is a is a really good way to describe it. It is like basically it's based on the brother and sister of um, my lord Becky and Cal. And even speaking about tall grass, that in itself gives me the fear. Because imagine just being in a big field, just in, gl- in grass, can't mm. see anything. You can't just, see anything, but it's just one just of those It's mm. just scary. So, um, 
Becky and Cal, the brother and sisters, played by um, Leila de Oliveira and Avery Witted, respectively. Mm-hmm. Oh, got their names right. Did not butcher them. That's the first. Love that. Um, yeah, um, so Becky's pregnant and they're on their way to... Oh my lord, where are they on their way to? A church. No, 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 um... they're on the way to... Some... They're halfway between somewhere. Try to see if it's sentinels. Are they going to their parents' house? I can't remember where it was. I think it was only mentioned a couple of times, so... Um, yeah. And they hear this... They, they stop on the side of the road after... Um, what's she called? Becky is um, sick. And they're right next to this tall grass, and all of a sudden they hear the cries of this young boy. Oh, God. Creepy, creepy, already uh, creepy. And they go into the grass and they help, only to get lost. Continues, and the boyfriend comes. Well, the ex-boyfriend, the boyfriend, we don't know. They <laughs> most likely have split up, but it's the father of Becky's child. And he is called Ross. No, he's not. He's called Travis. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say similar, not very similar. No. Travis and Ross. Travis, played by um, Harrison Gilbertson. God, I'm on a roll with the names today. And um, he goes to help, and um, the other two that are in the tall grass, well, the other main two characters are um, Ross and Tobin Humboldt. Tobin being the kid, shouting out for help. Um, gets to the point where uh, Becky and Cal lose each other in the grass. Becky's found by Ross, who's the dad, who goes forward, loses Ross. Tobin finds Cal. And multiple times, all these characters actually, they die. Which, this is the bit that twisted my mind. Mm-hmm. How have they died? And then it's how do a, they come back? Grass. And then how do they come back? Because remember when um, when um, Travis got lost mm-hmm. he started shouting and Tobin and his dad come in with his wife because the Did dog they... runs in because the dog runs in remember and that comes back yeah. to the point where Tobin's now in this grass and then comes back to the point where Tobin's again shouting and Becky and Cal come back. It's it, it you're probably li- you're probably listening and that makes no sense, but Yeah. If you've it, watched the film quite confusing. It is a very it, I didn't get it at first. I had to I was like going backwards on it. I was like, no. It all made sense when they found the middle. It was the big rock. It was the big ancient rock. And if you touch it, you're screwed. R.I.P. You're possessed and you can't... Do you call them possessed? Were they possessed? Yeah, they were. Yeah, you just say that. They were possessed from some force. It was weird. It controlled the grass and... Yeah, it was just... It's confusing. It was like getting... many of the reviews says it's it quickly becomes confusing and all that. Mm-hmm. I think there's just so much. There's so much happening at once. That, yeah, it was, and they, yeah, they they have to go. They want to find the church again, but they find this abandoned place. Was it like a quarry? You'd say, wouldn't you? Yeah. Like an abandoned factory quarry, and at this point, um, Ross. Like Tobin's father is chasing them and trying to kill them all. Fun. He's, he's already squashed his wife's head. Oh, that gives me the creeps. That was Shivers. That was so weird. I didn't understand that part. Like, what was the need in that? But uh, she she said something that made sense. She'd seen Becky, Cal, Ross all dead in the grass. That's some traumatizing stuff. Yeah. Seeing your family dead. Tobin, I think Tobin had a bit, a bit weird. 
you have seen his mother crushed, was a bit harsh from his dad as well. Must have, um, must have stung a wee bit. I mean, because who who likes seeing their parents squabble and die and no one, unless they're absolute weirdos. Yeah. Then. So yeah, they find this place and he keeps searching for him and Carol doesn't like Travis and Travis just, uh, Carol wants to protect his sister like like any normal family would. But he takes it a bit step too far and tries to kill him. He don't like murderers. No. And then they find the church, they run towards the church, but they end up finding their way back to the middle. That's just wild. Like, yeah, you... where I Becky... just get lost. I just give up. Becky gives birth as well, doesn't she? Oh yeah, she's pregnant. She, she gives birth, and then. But isn't I thought Becky was like six months. She yeah. was six months. Yeah, there was a bit. Of the, there was a bit right at the beginning. This is where Travis came into the story. They were sick. They were two months late getting to the place. Which had, yeah, exactly. They got apparently yeah. been lost in the grass for two months. How did? No, it just gives me. It's so See, confusing. You've watched this, and you, you're just realizing stuff after I said it. And I've only seen exactly. this film once. I it just, was. Yeah. It was Obviously, wasn't paying much attention. That's that's but... bad. <laughs> but... It wasn't like. On purpose. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they find their way back to the middle where Becky gives birth, but it opened the ground opens up and it shows them all a bunch of babies that have been eaten by the by the oh. by the by the rock. Oh god! I was like, what's going on here? Honestly. So she gives birth, and, and the person eats the baby. He eats. Uh, he no eats the, the baby. Oh no! Yeah. Oh. That's just. Oh. Oh. Yeah, and she dies, Becky dies, and then Tobin finds his way. No, 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 no. Um, what's what's his face? Um, Travis touches the rock, doesn't he, to save everyone? Mm-hmm. And he takes Tobin back out, and he puts him on this ledge, which then puts him into the church, which puts him back to where. Listen to this, Becky and Cal are. How were Becky and Carol there? It went right back to the beginning. He took it back in time again to get Becky and Carol to safety. And, you know, it finished. They left and they went back home. Oh, just like nothing's happened. Let's go. Just like nothing's happened. I feel Because in the in the in the mind of Becky and Carol now, nothing's happened. But Travis is stuck within this tall grass. I feel like it was a good film, but like when it gets so confusing like that, I feel that can impact on your view on your and film. yeah, exactly. Because if the viewer gets easily like confused, they're gonna switch they're, it off. It's more likely that they're gonna switch it off, yeah, and not pay that close attention, that much um, attention to it. It was it, it was a good film in the in the sense of it would be in a horror and a thriller and you being on the edge of your seat and all. Mm-hmm. But like it gave you the like stereotypical horror yeah. type feel. But it was it wasn't scary enough. Yeah. It 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 was more of a thriller uh, than a horror. Even though yeah. they on Netflix they thing it out they um what do you call it they um have it classed as a yeah order my voice yeah it was what would you rate it the, my overall opinion I'd give it a a six out of ten yeah I'd give it like a five point five six yeah I'd give it a six um. Storyline wise, though, <sighs> confusing. It it was too confusing to. I feel like they tried to 
they tried to much. put yeah exactly into such a because it was only what was it um it was a hundred and one hour and 41 minutes long so it was only 101 minutes long even then that's still quite long for not, re- not for a horror yeah fair i've not watched a lot of horror so mm. i'm not really clued up to what good classes are long horror not, for but... storyline wise as well i'll give it a six yeah yeah f- again the was, same 5.56 i think it was quite quite average and then acting wise it was just your stereotypical actors that you know no one's heard of straight down the middle I'm going to give it a 5 it was just so average nothing special nothing nothing special nothing poor it was like bang average basically exactly production as well I think it was the better out of the category so far. I think mm. I didn't think it was it was too too badly filmed. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely I think that can make and break a horror film as well. Yeah. When it's filmed. I think I think it it was strong. It was quite strong. I mean, it had all the angles. It had all the. All the angles necessary. Yeah. It was just such a bang average film. Fair enough. But I think production, I will give it a six as well. Yeah. Which gives it gives my overall score as eighteen, twenty three, twenty three out of forty. Twenty three. So. Wow. Wow. Pretty. It's it's actually above average. Wow. Above average. Wow. Really? Wow. Twenty three out of forty. So that was the first film. Sorry that that sounded really really rambly, <laughs> but that's the gist of the film. Next film is Midsummer. <sighs> it's Jesus. That it was. It's like not your usual horror film. I think it was excellent. Dis- it was disturbing i will not lie well i will not lie i had to switch it off (laughs) i have not seen the whole film because i was nearly sick it's quite a slow burn as well i got an hour and 40 minutes in the same length as um in the foot in the in the fall grass in the tall grass (laughs) and i had to turn it off Nowhere near. Was it just halfway through there? About halfway through there. Um, I'm not two sure. Hours, how long is it? Two hours and. It's two that. hours and 28 minutes long, so it's 148 minutes. Hmm. That's, that's, that's a long film. Whoa. So basically, Midsummer. So, folk. It's a tw- it was released in 2019. It's like a folk horror film. Cult, so, yeah, cult sort of thing. It was written and directed by Ari Aster, and mm-hmm. it starred Florence Pugh, Pugh. Jack Rayner, William Jackson Harper. Yeah, um, Will Will Potter and Wilhelm Blomgren. Yeah, I wasn't even going to try and attempt those names. I was right. just, I I'm on a roll. I'm on a roll with the names today. It basically it follows a group of friends who travel to Sweden for a festival that occurs every 90 years to try and only to find themselves in the clutches of a cult, which in itself sounds a bit dangerous. Yeah. Let's go to Sweden and unexpectedly join a cult. Fun. Mm-hmm. Just sounds like your average I remember, I remember one of the main things, obviously, with the when you just said about the festival being every ninety years. Ninety years, yeah. These people only live for seventy-eight years, so it only happens once in their lifetime. It's quite Ooh. right, but yeah, film starts with um, Florence Pugh's character Danny and her family being essentially murdered by her sister. Yeah. 
I think that's dark. That, it is, it's such a dark beginning for a dark film. Or yeah, it's a psychological thriller. There we go. Yeah, that that's how that's a good way to explain it. It is. But it's like, it it fucks with your head. Definitely. Basically, Hugh's character Danny is in a relationship with Christian, but the relationship seems like kind of rocky. Mm. Not not like I'm putting quotation marks here. Like not like the normal stereotypical relationship. Mm-hmm. His friends. A, there's something about it that are a bit. It's a bit off. Yeah, his friends want it to finish, but she doesn't want it to finish, and her like, but she rants to her friends about it, and it's just. And they've been together for four years. Yeah, it's just not healthy. Yeah, it's. It it's got to the stage where none of them want it, but they feel like they have to contact, carry it on because they've been together for so long and they don't know anything yeah. else. Basically, Christian and his friends want to go to Sweden because to try and sp- um, find inspiration for the, like their thesis or mm-hmm. something like that, S- something to do with university. One of their friends is also Swedish, and it's his yeah family's his cult. family. And basically, they feel kind of bad for Danny, so her boyfriend offers her to come along with them without telling his friends but, could, until... he, but he doesn't think that she's going to come yeah but she does go but yeah and Take... it's quite wild there's a lot of drug use and right at the beginning like they take some drug and it apps, it puts them completely out of it and the boyfriend forgets her birthday hmm oh, and, and she thinks it's fine but Reality Deep is, down, she doesn't it's not think it's right. Especially after being with each other for that long. Yeah, imagine forgetting your significant other's birthday after being mm-hmm. together for years, it's a bit. He blames it on the drugs, but yeah, it's... personally I don't think it's... I think he just genuinely forgot. Mm. I mean, it's, it, it's not... Like... It's, it's quite easy to forget dates. Yeah. But like, as you said, if it's your significant other, surely you should, you should, should remember. It should just be one of those things. Like, oh, it's your birthday the next week. It's, yeah, I'm terrible with birthdays. I'm like, I'm awful. Yeah, me too, to be honest. Like, I couldn't, I can't even remember my nan's birthday sometimes. But it's a week after mine or something. <laughs> or, something. <laughs> or something. I think it's like eight days after my birthday. Um, but yeah, it, it gets to the point where things only... begin to happen, and it's. It, it, I think the bit that some some of them realise what's happening is at the dinner table, like right at the breakfast yeah. table. And they need to take part in like ancient rituals of mm. the the cult. So to they, say. Yeah, they couldn't just start eating. They had to wait for these two high people to come to the table. But what they realise next is it's their last meal. <laughs> oh, this is the bit I had to turn it off. And you will understand why. Basically, once this breakfast is finished, they go to this mountain cliff area. And these two... Um, priests, would you call them priests of the cult or something? The high priests of the cult? Yeah, like the leaders-ish. Yeah, they're 78 years old. Higher powers, yeah. Yeah, so they're 78 years old and you have to die when you're 78. The first woman jumps from this cliff straight onto a rock and splatters everywhere. Even thinking about it, it's giving me shivers. It makes me feel ill. And then the second, the, the male priest jumps down, but he doesn't die. He breaks his leg. Oh, no. Three people have to come over and split his skull. It made me just run to the bathroom and nearly be sick. I had to switch it off at this point. I couldn't continue watching it. It's like loads of, I can, I, I can watch films like that, but it was just something so disturbing 
yeah like that it I, I, I just couldn't bring myself to finish watching it and I, I know this obviously being a film and TV review thing and this your choice of film and I, I get that and everything but I, I, I just couldn't yeah, bring myself to finish it you understand it, that I was so disturbed by it it was just like really oh, yeah really like gruesome and all that yeah and basically just to skip near the end um Danny needs to like sacrifice someone and at the start it shows you a bear in the cage in a cage at the start when they first arrived in Sweden and it actually turns out that they basically kill this bear and they got it out and all that but um now I'm glad Christian, I didn't continue watching it because I would have cried at that. Christian, Danny's boyfriend. Um, Danny had to sacrifice someone and that someone was Christian and he was like so... He was still alive. He was like put into the bear's carcass. And also at the beginning it shows you like a yellow... It is yellow, isn't it? The yellow church sort oh, of Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yellow. And basically... They put them in there and they set the church alight and it's and at the end there's like the scene where you see Danny like crying but then she stops crying and it's like she smiles like a relief some sort like sinister smile yeah but I think it was a really good it was really like enticing thrilling well thought out like the cinematography and all that is brilliant like i've some notes i've got down here is like the cinematography is brilliant the story is quite unique hmm. um the editing is quite good but like at the beginning it's not so much horror like they tried to do a little jump scare yeah they... little jump scares it's it's again one of those ones that's advertised as a horror, but again, definitely near like, the end it is. It's it's more like a psychological thriller throughout again. Yeah, very uh, good though. Uh, what would you rate this film? Seven, eight. I rated it a three. A, a three. A three. <laughs> a three. That's a bit. Low, Kieran. I, I, I just just because I had to switch it off because it disturbed me so much. Well, out of the stuff, would you still say that about the, up to the point you watched? Yes. Yeah. Um, story-wise, though, storyline-wise, you can't rate it on your opinion. You have to rate it on the climax and everything. So, I've doubled if, the score. I've gone for a six. Yeah, I'd say because it was it was. The story, it made sense. It wasn't that confusing. Mm-hmm. I feel you like it kept the viewers continue on watching it. Yeah, exactly. Receipts. And acting-wise, though, it was just pure. Really? Oh, I thought it was just average. Again, like, splat. It was like, average. I don't think it was average. I think it was, like, just above average. Some of the actors were better than the others. Look, there was one actor in it that I've seen in other films, and that was Mark Poulter. Who plays uh, not Mark, but Will Poulter, who plays Mark. Mm-hmm. He's in the like. So his first big film was Chronicles of Narnia. He's been in um, Maze Runner films. Mm-hmm. What else has he been in? He's been in some other films like that as well. So they've got a big act. They've got quite a big known actor. Yeah. Otherwise, none of them I know. Like the person that plays. Um, Danny Florence Pugh. She's actually born in Bristol. Is she? Exactly. You didn't wouldn't have known that, would you? Oh, this is a wing on the Earp thing all over again when Dawn yeah, found out she wasn't American. She was born in Bristol. Bristol. Like she is English. That's wild. Like she is super posh as well. I had to I had to go onto YouTube to find this out. Good accent. Google it. I was like, wow. I love it. So now that I think about it, it's actually slightly above average, so I'm going to change it to a six. Yeah. I will change it to a six. Production-wise, though, it, was, top, like it was very it was good. It wasn't even go spectacular, to 
It wasn't. No, I wouldn't think I'd, it was as good as a I'd nine. Give it a nine. I gave it a seven. Like, they done well post production as well, though. Like the color mm. grading and all that. It's such a, it was it was quite a small budget film, film as well. Mm. So it was it was well. quite good. It was quite good. So I've given it a seven, which gives it an average. It would give us a mine an overall score of. 22. 22. 22. Fun. You haven't been making a note, right, of your scores? Sure. You're going to have to write them down when you edit this. Yes, I will. Don't worry. Right. Right. Don't worry. On to the final film. The silence. Which was your guys' choice. Majority of people were asked on my Snapchat. Just the randomly. Silence. The silence one in the end, which... I'm really happy about. Yeah. From like watching it, I feel like it was very similar to like a quiet place. I've never seen a quiet place. I've never I've not personally watched it, but I know like the gist of it and what it was meant what it's meant to be and they sound quite similar. Mm-hmm. So um Netflix the summary of this film is um when the world is under attack from terrifying creatures who hunt their human prey by sound, 16-year-old Ali Andrews, played by Kiernan Shipka, um, who lost her hearing at 13, and her family seek refuge in a remote haven. That is quite a vague description of it, now that I think of it. Yes. It's very, very vague, compared to um, In the Tall Grass. I don't think it... W- like, that, if I was just reading that... I wouldn't be interested I in wouldn't, that. I wouldn't want to watch it. But, yeah. So, um, it was released in the UK on the 10th of April, 2019. And it's only just become big recently. It's like only become in the top 10 in the last few weeks. Uh, certificate of 15. It's uh, 90 minutes long, so an hour and a half. Um, the main genre categories that Netflix have it under is horror, sci-fi, and drama. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Sci-fi I disagree with. Mainly, no, hear me out. Mainly because right at the beginning, the scientists say they're creatures from Earth that were trapped underground. Yeah, fair enough. So they're actually, they've made these creatures up, yeah. But because they say it's from Earth, they cannot be sci-fi. Surely, surely. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I would, I wouldn't say it's a sci-fi if that's the creatures are hundred percent made up. Yeah, but just from that, they've they've made a mistake there. Um, it was directed by John R. Leonetti. Um, and stars Stanley Tucci as. Hugh Andrews, Kiernan Shipka as Ali Andrews, and Miranda Otto as Kelly Andrews. There are other characters, but I'd say these three are the main three. Stanley Tucci is a good choice, though. I do like Stanley Tucci. I've never seen any of them. Have you not? Have you not seen anything like Easy A or... Nope. Oh, that's a good... It's like it's, it's okay. It's um... more of a TV... Series person myself. It's an Emma Stone rom com. Who doesn't love a good rom com? Mm. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I mean, if it's got comedy in it, I'll watch it. I love a good romance comedy. I don't go out of my way to watch rom com. 100%. The good rom com is advertised, I will watch it. Still not seen them. Um, what's it called? Oh my lord, what's she called? Bridget Jones Baby. No, that's recorded on the telly. Richard's Diaries class. Oh, that's good. So yeah, um, basically, um, Ali Andrews, uh, the the main character, she's lost her hearing. Well, she's not exactly deaf, but she was in an accident when she was a kid, mm-hmm. and she kind of lost her hearing. Like she's got a tiny, tiny bit. Because she can speak and she can hear people speaking. Yeah. But not to the grade that we average can. people can. Exactly. Um, 
Yeah, and all of a sudden the world comes under attack because right at the beginning these two scientists let loose a herd of these. What, you, do you know what they, they look like? Pterodactyls. Yeah. Quite weird looking things to be Yeah, they're, they're like big birds that hunt their hunt humans via sound and um yeah the american cities come under attack and the family leave with their uncle um to seek refuge try and get away so get away get, yeah. so eat and die wasps killed get them that's what they're called, Vesps. 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 I can't remember why they're called Vesps. They said in the film something to do with, um, what do you call it? Um, oh my lord, I did biology. I should know this. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Can't remember. Really sorry if my biology teacher's listening to this. I've not done biology for three years. Oh, It'll probably that. randomly come back to me in a bit. So, yeah, um, these people get um, to... Oh, they have a dog. I love a good dog. I love a good dog. Um, it kept barking, obviously. Because it's a dog. It's a dog. It's a dog. <laughs> so, um, they get into this massive load of traffic don't they as well after someone's tried to steal their car you know because people mm. do that give me your car with a shotgun pointed at a deaf girl you know i mean that is america it is america yeah, exactly <laughs> um yeah so they get away from this guy and they get to the city because who drives to the city not me why would you drive to the city yeah, especially when you're trying to get away from these. Avoid populated areas and you're going to go to the Where city. Be sound. The bit that really frustrated me with this bit was why didn't the Vesps attack with all the people going, unk, 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 unk. Why? Why? You've got selective hearing. Yeah, I know. But um, yeah, the uncle who's in this big Range Rover gets out and they drive across this field and get to this place and go barge through. Um, and they're going down this road and all of a sudden a deer pops out and the uncle spins off the road down the hill and his car's upside down and he's trapped. I'd hate to be trapped in a car. Or especially with, um, you know, vests around. Yeah. His, his car's obviously about to go bang, boom. Um, and they try and help him out and um, he asks for his gun and he and he looks at um, his brother. I, I'm assuming it's his brother. His brother Hugh. And he says, I'm going to shoot you if you do not leave. Yeah, so they leave and um, Vesps come because the dog keeps barking. Okay. You know, dog barks, one dog barking, multiple cars going conk conk with their horns. I really think the Vesps have like selective hearing. I know. Uh, your food, multiple food, tiny amount of food, lots and lots of food. I'm going to take the tiny amount. Yeah, I feel like that's a common theme without um, around like animals and humans. Yeah, humans as well, definitely. It was it was a strange. It was strange. Now that I think about it, it is a it is quite strange. Um, so yeah, the vesps come and they try to be quiet. The dog keeps barking. And they let it loose. <laughs> they let it go. That's so sad. I cried. I would have kept the, I, I would have cried. Kept Until the um, But the uncle starts shooting his gun, doesn't he? And he... Stupid man. Well, no, because he saves his family. Good on him. Well done. Round of applause. Hero's medal. Uh-huh. Yeah. He saves his family and he gets eaten. Nom nom. I still stand by my statement for that part. But now that this quiet family are quiet, they've just realised something. What did they realise, Kira? She's deaf. They can do it in sign language. 
they're like, yeah, they're like, yeah, we'll do this, we'll do this. And I don't know all this in their sign language. No one can see me doing this. Mm-hmm. Well done, Kieran. Because to- that is totally accurate, what you're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. We quiet, blah, blah, blah. So um, the Vesps are still here and they have to leave the car and they walk until they find this, you know, is it this farmhouse? Yeah. And the woman, the woman who owns there, you know, proud American woman, get off my property and start shooting the gun. Why? Silly Billy. Silly Billy, she dies. Eat nom nom. R.I.P. It's not R.I.P. It's her own fault. The R.I.P. No. Um, so they find a way into the a way through this fence, through the, this little drain, and um, Hugh goes through it. It's fine. It's fine. It's all fine. Gets into the house, but what he doesn't realize is he went right over a rattlesnake. Of course. <sighs> oh, it gives me. It gave me the shivers when I seen it. I'm not a fan of snakes myself. Oh, I'm not either. Um, so, yeah, it doesn't harm Hugh. But when his family go through... Yeah, it goes to attack the kid. And it starts screaming, and the Vesps come through and kill it. Kill the rattlesnake. Mm. But this is before it has... No, no, no. No, it kills the rattlesnake, but then it comes back. And one of the Vesps bites the leg of his wife. Oh, man. For Miranda. I know she's not. She's called Kelly. I'm glad none of this stuff happens in real life. Oh, yeah, but it could. It still could. You know, aliens and all. Mm-hmm. Um, That's so, a yeah. big debate in itself. Bites the leg and uh, they get her, to the, uh, get her to the farmhouse, but she will die without medication. So, oh, this it drags a bit, doesn't it? it it's a good story, though. Um, Hugh and Ali now leave, but Ali's trying to get in contact with, is he her boyfriend or is he not her boyfriend? The guy she fancies. It's a bit weird. Don't understand yeah. that bit. Don't understand why that bit was needed. He literally made about four on-screen appearances. Um, yeah, so trying to get into contact with him, but now she has to leave to go to the nearest town to fetch supplies, you know, from an abandoned place. This is where the creepy bit comes in. They get these medications, they kill a couple of Vesps, but they find the Vesp eggs as well. Mm. Um, and this um, preacher, priest, um, is writing on bit his pad obviously being quiet quite sensible well done mate Mm -hmm. um tries to get him to you know help them get become part of them and then the the camera pans to him as them two are leaving and he opens his mouth and you know he's got no tongue yeah nice um makes sense not what you talk just remove the tongue Mm. so they come to the farmhouse again to try and they leave and then that night they send this kid there, but the kid, you know, obviously they don't suspect anything at first. Um, you know, they rescue this kid from the, the door. Don't know how she managed to get in, you know, with the fence and everything. That's, that's a good question. Um, and realise, oh shit, she's part of them because she has no tongue either. And all of a sudden, alarms go in. Because she's you know, she's strapped, not with a bomb, but with mobile phones. They flash. Yeah, you know, the apocalyptic way of a bomber. So, yeah, he sets all these alarms off and tries to kidnap Ali because she's pure or something. Was that what she said? Your daughter's pure. Yeah, like... So- Oh, I've got it written down here. But where is it? So uh, I cannot read. I can't remember what he says. He write it. It's... But yeah, he like, tries to kidnap her. Because she was her. fertile. 
fertile. That's the word. I knew it began with an F. Um, um, yeah, they try to kidnap her and their grandma sacrifices herself for the Vesps to save her daughter, granddaughter's life. And then he tries again to kidnap her, you know, her dead and everything. And the parents go and, you know, kill them because that's what good parents do. And they escape and they find this refuge and Bob's your uncle, the film finishes. Yeah. It was good, but again, it wasn't Mm. fantastic. I think it was the best out of the three. I definitely, I definitely think it was the best out of the three films. I think Midsummer was the best out of them. Um, I couldn't. We've got our own opinion. I, I watched two and a half films. I did manage to get you to watch all three eventually. Yeah. So, what was your overall opinion of? I mean, it was good, but I feel like it's too similar to like the Quiet Place and Bird Box as well. Actually, I've never so seen Bird Box. Have you not? Watch it. I I know it was massive as well. I didn't even think of Bird Box as a choice. It's quite similar to that. As it was well. the one with Sandra Bullock, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Sandra Bullock. I love that film actually. I think I'm gonna. I think I'll give it a. Give just it a because six. I'm gonna give it a seven. Uh, Storyline wise as well, it, it 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 was a continuous flow. And there was different mm-hmm. parts of the story which you thought were necessary. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a give it a seven again, I think. Yeah, six, seven-ish. And then acting wise, it was above average. It wasn't cringy at all. It was it was professional. It was it was good. I think it was really well done out. And then especially with the um it, it, it focused a lot on death as well, a death being death. So, I feel like it was a good horror. Yeah, the for acting wise, yeah, I'm gonna give it give it a seven again. You know, quite wrong with the sevens yeah. today. I'd say a six as well. So production as well. Don't think it was good as as good as Midsummer. Yeah, I'd probably give it like a five. I could give it a six. Thank you. It was it was done well, but it was. Yeah, it didn't have anything really on Midsummer, so gives that an, mine gives it an overall of twenty seven. Mm-hmm. So that's your top film. So my top rating film, wise. rating wise, yeah, it was uh, the Silence, followed by Midsummer. No, it was followed by um, In the Tall Grass with twenty three. Oh yeah, and I, then, forgot we were, I forgot about that one. And then followed by Midsummer with twenty two. So yeah, quite. They were uh, just, they weren't really horror. I'm quite disappointed with it being horror week and yeah. not making me scared. Because that's what a good horror is meant to do. Out of our comfort zone. Yeah, because um, if I was allowed to pick something that I've watched before, I'd just mm-hmm. hit the at movies because they're the only horrors I've seen. And you can't go wrong with a Stephen King at 2017 and 2019. Exactly. They were phenomenal films. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were good. I love them. I Serious might watch question. that today, actually. Serious question. Which one was better? It 1 or It 2? I think Chapter uh, 2 was won. so much better. Chapter 1, I feel for me-ish. A lot of people will disagree. A, a lot of people will disagree with me, but the only problem with It Chapter 2... They were both two, in their own right. The only problem with it, chapter two, was how long it was. Yeah. It, but it was absolutely phenomenal. It is by far one of the best horrors I've ever seen in my life. It, I, think I could me not and my bring mom myself to watch. Went to see the second chapter. It like it was a screening like six o'clock. We didn't get in till like didn't get out till like half nine uh-huh. at night. It, it was other worth good. It all. Other good horror movies. It's good that we're talking about horror movies to finally finish, but other good horror movies that I, I thought were really good. Um, Insidious. I've never seen It is terrifying. Oh my lord. I 
screamed at it. And I'm not even joking. Um, Darren, who I live with, um, we watched it. I think it was a few months before I, we, I first moved up to uni and um, mm-hmm. got back from work. and We were, uh, we were decided to watch it. And oh, there was that bit where um, he came into the attic. I'm sure it's called Insidious. I'm pretty sure it was Insidious. And he goes into the and it goes into the attic, and all of a sudden, that guy is there. Oh, Jesus! That made me scared. Overall, I think I feel like horror has done is semi okay. Semi okay, but it's not. It's not awful. Yeah, it's not the worst. So, next films we're going to be reviewing is going to be musicals. Musicals, yeah. I love it so much. Do we want to see what musicals we're going to... Well, my choice is um, Mary Poppins Returns. Um, what was Ming? Ming was Newsies, Newsies Broadway, and then um, Wednesday will bring something out on Twitter or Instagram. I'll message a few people. Hopefully, you know, you can message a few people. We'll try to get as many people yeah. on board as we can. Um, I'll try and think of good musicals. Yeah, I can't think of any off the top of my head, brand new and everything. So. I mean, we've got the whole Pitch Perfect trilogy, so but I we've seen them. So no, I've not. Yeah, we have. I've not seen the third one, but you can't can watch you, the third one. But we can't. But we can't review the third one if we can't review the first two. Do you know what I mean? It's gonna. I mean, the third weird. one isn't the best one anyway. The first one's the best one. But yeah. Anyways, um, thanks for listening to sorry, this week's bit, podcast. Sorry, it was a bit rambly. But rambly, yeah. But you know, we're getting better. These, these were rambly horror movies as well. Yeah. Nothing special, nothing um, nothing outrageous, but good in their own sense. So, thanks exactly. for listening. We'll see you Later, soon. tomorrow, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, Don't know. Sometime, whenever. Bye-bye. Bye.